Good day, everyone. This is Matt with the Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in Him. I've got my cup of coffee, my taste of San Antonio coffee. It's a really great blend, a strong blend that I need this morning. I hope you're enjoying a cup wherever you are listening from. That's what we do on this podcast. We celebrate the freedom that we have in Jesus Christ, and we drink a really good cup of coffee. Thank you so much for joining us today. I want to dive right in because I want to make this shorter today, and I want to give you an example. I want to give you a sample maybe of a coaching uh, session that I, I take guys through all the time because uh, as, as we've been talking about emotions and the up and down roller coasters of, of things that happen in our lives, how you know, and how we can re- how we react or respond in those situations oftentimes, you know, have control over us in some ways. And so, I've, so I want to go through this this transformational, what I would say, journey or process that I kind of take guys through a lot that really cuts to the core. Well, I'm feeling this, but what is it connected to? I'm feeling this, and I may be acting this way or responding this way, but what's really going on? I want to kind of give you an overview, and this you may want to take a lot of notes on this. I'm going to give you some questions, give you some thoughts. I want to make this really, really practical because this is kind of a lot of the work, not kind of, this is a lot of the work that I do because uh, the work that I do is not telling people not to do behaviors or getting them to say no to behaviors, but getting them to realize where it's coming from and then that there's another choice, there's another way. It's Christ as their freedom, Christ as their life. So so we've got these behaviors, we've got these emotions that we don't like, but what is what is the root of that? Why am I going to that? So I want to give you an overview. I want to give you some things to write down. I'm going to, I'm going to give you three words at first, because again, I've always said this, if behavior won't change, uh, be transformed unless beliefs are transformed. I did a whole series on belief systems, so if you missed that, go back to that. Uh, I did a whole series on emotions, so all of that goes together. But uh, just trying to change your behavior, maybe work short-term, but long-term transformation is the goal. Okay, I want to be able to not just react out of my emotions, but I want to be able to respond out of truth, even though I may not be feeling what I want to feel, I can still respond out of truth. There's a difference there because we do what we do because of our beliefs. Okay, so oftentimes the emotional stuff is a trigger to what we're believing and what we're thinking. So I'm going to go through this. I'm going to give you three words to start off with. There may be a fourth one. They all start with R-E. So write these down. Okay, first one is recognize. The second one is reject, and the third one is replace. And we may, may, may even add a fourth one in there at the end, rejoice, but I'm going to start with those because here's where we're going to go with this. I'm going to go back. I'm going to kind of take you through this and give you some examples at the end, but I want to, I'm want i trying to make this uh, shorter today. But So we have, these, we have these responses or reactions that we may not like. Okay, or addictions or fleshly behaviors that we're that we're going to, uh, and then we have these emotions that are all over the place. Okay, but what we need to see is that they're connected to a belief, and if it's a false belief or a lying belief, we're going to be responding. I mean, we're going to be reacting, really, because I think most people are living out of reactions. We're going to be we're going to be living out of that false belief, which the false belief leads to an ungodly thought, okay, or a lying thought. The emotions, remember, are neutral. I've always said this, but they're if but they're tied to our beliefs, and then that would lead to an un- ungodly reaction. Versus, my emotions are still there, but now I'm living out of truth. God's renewed my mind to the truth of my identity in Christ and how free I am. So it's connected to that. So I can still be feeling all of these things, but because they're connected to God's truth. Uh, I'm thinking, I'm believing godly truths. I'm thinking godly thoughts. The emotions still may be there. Now, what am I doing? I'm responding out of truth. 
That's the walking by the Spirit. I can still walk by the flesh or I can walk by the Spirit. Walking by the flesh ultimately is living out of a lie. Any addiction is based on a lie. So what's the first part of this? We're going to go through this now. I'm going to give you some questions to go through because this, I think this can be really, really practical for you, really, really beneficial, uh, and I, I hope it will be. So the first thing is what do I feel? Okay, so it's recon- that's the recognizing part. What do I feel? So oftentimes we've not dealt with our emotions for so long. I'm going to give you an overview of all this first and then go back and, and give you a couple examples of, of what, this might, what this might look like. So what is it I feel? Recognizing the emotions. And I, I, in my series that I did, I, I, to help guys out at first because sometimes they've repressed or denied or just stuffed emotions for so long as I had in my own life that I couldn't even put words to emotion. I couldn't even put a language to it. I couldn't, there wasn't even, I didn't even really necessarily have words of how I'm feeling. And sometimes I'll ask guys that and they don't really know how to describe it. So I keep it simple at first and give them kind of four or five words. And so here it is. You may want to write these down. Mad, sad, glad, afraid, or shame. Shame is an emotion. Okay, shame is an emotion. Okay, so mad, sad, glad, afraid, or shame. Okay, now you could think four of those could be. We think now again. We're thinking. Don't think in terms of good or bad, because God gave us these. Remember, if you remember the couple episodes ago, our feelings are not our enemy, but they're assigned to something deeper going on. If you want to get to the root of your behavior, this is this is where you got to go to. You got to go beyond your feelings. You got to go beyond your reactions and how you're reacting to things and how you're living out of the flesh. You got to go to the source of it because the source of, of the lying belief is what you believe. Okay. So, what is it that I feel? And so, so what oftentimes what happens is there's a trigger in our lives. A situation happens. Somebody cuts us off in traffic. It triggers the emotion. Okay. So, think about the triggering. There can be a triggering circumstance or, 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 or um, something that happens, a triggering event or something, oftentimes that can be the case. Not always. Sometimes you may just be sitting at home on the couch and all of a sudden this, this thought comes in or this belief comes, or this, this emotion comes up, whatever. It doesn't necessarily even have to be someone said anything to you or did anything or something happened, right? More often than not, it, it can be that. But getting to, the, getting to nail down what is the emotion. So here's a few other questions to go along with that, to identify that, to help you. Okay, so this is, I've been thinking about the situation. Okay, so here's the first one. What is the worst thing about this situation? If it's a triggering situation or event, okay, what's the worst thing about this? Okay, how does it affect me personally? So how is it affecting me? Okay, I'm feeling this way. The situation's going on in my life, but how is this affecting me? And then what is the main problem in it that's making me feel this way? What is the main, what's the main issue? Okay, those are just a few other questions there. Again, like I said, oftentimes we have a diff, we have difficult time identifying emotions. Uh, we don't have emotional awareness is what I call it. That's, that's what I talked about the last episode is having spiritual growth. A lot of times is having this emotional awareness and maturity. I'm feeling this, but what is true? So we're going to go on to this, okay? So you don't have to be overly introspective as you're going through this, but you can even practice this later on as you think of a situation that's come up, okay? So so, um, so that's, that's the first, and this can be really, really uh, maturing for you, growing for you, because then you begin to identify the emotion, okay, and that's going to help you get to the root. So there were some questions there. So, so then let's take it to the next level here on this. We're still on emotion. We're still on the recognizing part of it, okay? So 
so then after what it, what do I feel comes why do I feel this way? Okay, now this may be a harder question to to answer, but this is where I'm going to connect it to the next one. So so what do I feel? Why do I feel? Why am I feeling this way? Okay, why do I feel this way? And then the third question that's part of this is where we're going to dig into the next part of it is what are the specific false beliefs that I am believing about myself that are connected to this emotion? So if I'm feeling unworthy, is it because my lying belief is I'm, I have to perform a certain way in order for other people to like me? And so something triggered that maybe, okay? So the emotion was there. Well, I feel unworthy, but it's ultimately connected to a belief of I am unworthy because if I don't perform this certain way or if I fail at something or whatever, okay, that's just an example. So what is the specific false belief? And, and ultimately, I did a whole episode on beliefs or series on belief systems. Ultimately, there's a there's kind of some core ones, um, and and uh, most of them are connected to lies that we have about ourselves or God. Um, the, the first one is failure, the, the fear of failure. That can be a really strong false belief. One of them is rejection and approval. So I have to be approved by other people, or I fear rejection or whatever that may be. The other one is shame. Um, I, not only do I feel shame because of certain behaviors or because of certain things that have happened to me or I've done, but also I'm, I'm hopeless. I can't change. This is just who I am. I'm not only do I feel shame, but I am a shameful person. That's where it gets to be. And then the other, the other false belief too is that, well, I'm unlovable. I'm unworthy. That's the, one of the core ones that I struggle with. I'm, I'm aware. So all of those, those can be kind of four generalizations to kind of help you. But what is it? What is the specific false belief? And it could be directed certainly to a fleshly behavior. In other words, <clears throat> I'm going to pornography. Let's just use that example. I'm going to pornography. The emotion is sadness, anger, whatever that may be. Because I, but the but the belief is I'll never be free of this, or this is going to give me something that I think that I really need, or uh, this is providing a false sense of this is providing me a sense of. Uh, significance, a sense of fulfillment, a sense of worth and acceptance, when really it's just a false. Okay, so that, that, that's an example there. And I'm going to give you some other examples here. Okay, so so recognizing it. Okay, that's the first part of it. Okay, so you recognize what is it, what what are you feeling? Why are you feeling it? And then what what false belief is it connected to? Okay, uh, and then and then you narrow it down to that that's that kind of that next part of the recognize. This is all still the recognized part of it. What is it that I'm actually believing? Because again, if I'm believing a lie, I'm going to be living out of that. So once we get, once you get better at this and, and recognize that the emotion is connected to the belief, you're, you're, going to, you're going to get better at this. Okay, This is not about you trying to manage all this. Or the Spirit of God is going to lead you and direct you, and He's the source of all of this. I'm just giving you some questions. You may want to get a journal and write this stuff down, and take take some of the situations that you've dealt with, uh, in 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 maybe even recently, maybe this week, maybe in the past month, and and go through these questions. Okay, we're gonna. So that's the first part. So so recognize what is it I believe, and 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 maybe you have to group it into one of those four things: is an unworthiness, unapproved, unacceptable. Uh, I'm fearing failure. I'm no good. Maybe it's the shame part of it. Maybe it's God is dead. What, what is that lying belief that's there that's connected to the emotion? Okay. 
Then we're going to go into the next part of it, the next R-E word, which is reject. I'm trying to make this shorter. I don't know if I'll be able to, but um, you may have to go back and listen to this several times. Uh, so the next part is rejecting. So now that I, I realize, I recognize, oh, wow, that's actually the root of this. The root of my behavior, the reason why I was going to pornography was because I was actually believing that I am unworthy. And that this pornography is going to give me that sense of relief, that sense of acceptance and worthiness and value that I wasn't getting from God or I didn't think I was getting from or whatever. That's what was a game changer for me. I was feeling all these things. These triggers were happening, these circumstantial things. But until I got to the root, which for me, the root, the core root was unworthiness and shame. Those were probably two of the big ones. And not knowing my identity in Christ, which was when you believe you're unworthy, well, you, you don't know your identity in Christ because you're more than worthy in Christ. When you have a shame-based identity, which I did, well, we're not. I'm not believing truth. You're not believing truth because uh, you're not shameful in Christ. Christ took all of our shame on the cross. Okay, so I, I, the second part is rejecting it. The Spirit of God, okay, I, I recognize the false belief. Wait a minute. I'm not unworthy. The Spirit of God renews my mind. He, he, he reveals truth. And I can say, and here, here's the way I, I, I kind of coach guys to say it, is you recognize the belief, name it, be specific about it. Okay, what is that false belief? And then we're going to reject this in the name of Jesus Christ. Okay, so that, so Matt, that, that false belief, uh, you, you, you're believing that you are unworthy. Well, is that true? Well, no. Okay, this is more than just saying magical words. The Spirit of God reveals that truth to me, and then I can reject that in the name of Jesus Christ. You know what, Lord Jesus, I reject that in the name of Jesus Christ. I reject that lying belief, and I affirm, I affirm the truth of me that I am a brand new creation in Christ, fully loved, fully acceptable, fully worthy, fully approved in Jesus Christ. Now, again, this is where the, you may not feel this right, right away. You, okay, probably oftentimes you're not. Again, we're, you got to go deeper than feelings. You may not feel it right away. You may not even be responding right away out of this truth, but, you, but, but it's, it's there. It's like you're saturating your mind with the truth. That's what so many of us need. We've been living in lies and bondage for so long. So many have been living in these lies and bondage for so long. So now I'm rejecting it in the name of Jesus Christ. By the Holy Spirit of God, reveal this truth to me. I want to believe this. Okay, I want to believe this. Okay, but here's the thing. Just rejecting these false beliefs um, is not enough. Okay, we've got to replace it, which is the third part. Replace it with God's truth. Got to replace it with God's truth, okay? And we also, the rejecting part of it then is also, that's the replacement part is the most important part because I can reject one lie and replace it with another lie. Well, I reject that I'm unworthy, but now I'm going to replace it with, I got to go out there and try to earn worthiness from God. See how that works? Okay, so I reject that I'm unworthy because of these behaviors, but now I got to go out and prove my worth to other people and to God and even to myself. Okay, that's a that's a replacement with another lie. You don't have to prove anything to God. He already finds you fully worthy. Okay, so that's the key on on that part of it is that. Uh, and here's the thing: celebrate this each time God is re- affirming uh, the truth of your new I- identity that you're rejecting those lies. You can celebrate this like this is not pouting yourself up. It's celebrate how awesome it is, how wonderful it is to know that I'm a new creation with infinite worth to God. I'm infinitely loved by him. I really can believe this. So I don't have to feel like this person that's unworthy, this person that's no good, this person. Of, I don't have to. Feelings still may come and go, but I can truly believe the truth. I can truly believe 
the truth. I don't have to make this all about all these other things. I can ultimately make it. So, so here's the thing. So just because you recognize and reject it doesn't mean right away that your mind's going to instantly agree with me, agree with it. Because the thing is, at first, I was God was revealing truth. I was seeing how I was living out of these false beliefs, but it was it was it was hard. That was the most challenging hard because some of the some of the things He was revealing to me, like that I was dead to the power of sin, that I really was a new creation, that my identity was safe and secure in Him. I I struggled with that because I because lies die hard. These lying beliefs die hard, and so by choosing to trust. Over in time, the mind renewal was happening, okay? And we're, and we're getting to this next. Replacement was happening. Replacement with what? Re- not behavior yet, but we're, we're getting to that. But replacement with truth, okay? So just the saturation of truth was being revealed. I was seeing it, and I was now accepting. Here's where this word accept. I was accepting the fact that I was acceptable in Christ. He, was already, he had already accepted me. I was accepting the truth. And that's what was renewing my mind. It was this deep, it was this inside out. It's not, I had to learn more in my head. I had to know what I had already in my heart and to renew, go from my heart to my head. Okay, so this is not something, this is, this may be new to you, like this truth may be new, but it's actually already been true of you. You just didn't know it. It's like, how many times does Paul say in scripture, do you not know? Do you not know that you've died to the power of sin? Do you not know? Do you not? He said, I didn't know. I didn't know my new identity. I didn't know that I had been set free from the power of sin. I didn't know all these things, all these truths about me. So immediately, just don't think in the beginning that you're going to immediately just say, oh, wow, I'm just going to agree with that right away. You've been living in this lie for so long, right? This is the process. There's, there's some things in the Christian walk that are not a process. Salvation is not a process. Uh, so it's, it's a decision that you've made to choose to trust Christ. But the transformational renewing of the mind is a process, is a spiritual growth. We grow. People grow. Things grow. Things that are alive grow. You're alive in Christ. You grow. Okay? So the replacement. So, so as this, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry this is going longer, but I want to, this is, this is so important. And then, so I'm, I'm affirming the truth. I'm affirming the truth of my identity in Christ. I'm, I'm accepting it. I'm, ultimately, another word you can put there is agreeing. That's where the replacement part comes in. I'm agreeing with God. I'm agreeing with God because here's the bottom line. If I say that I'm unworthy and God says that I'm worthy, only one person's wrong and it's not and it's me. It's not God, in other words. <laughs> so if I say that I'm unworthy and I keep believing that and I keep living out of a shame identity, I keep living out of a I'm worthless, no peace, no good peace or whatever. And sure, we can have those feelings from time to time. We are. But what's the truth? Because if I believe that, but God says I'm worthy. Uh, God's not wrong. Only one of us is wrong, and it's not God. <laughs> okay, so, so I'm affirming the truth, and I'm getting specific. These are specific false beliefs. Put put a name to them. You don't have to get overly introspective. There's probably, I would say, one or two core ones, and then there's probably a few others that go with specific behaviors. In other words, there were one or two core ones I had about God, myself, and then there were a couple of core ones that I had about my my fleshly allure to pornography. Okay, and we talked about all those things with our belief system. Okay, so then the next part of replacement is, okay, so now I've recognized the false belief. I mean, I recognize my emotions. I've recognized my false belief. I've, I've now re- recognized what that is. I've, re- I've now rejected it in the name of Jesus Christ. Now truth is being replaced. Here's the final part of the replacement is now I respond. You may even, that's another RE word. You may even write that word down. 
a part of replacement, though, is responding. Now, instead of reacting out of my emotions, I'm responding out of truth. I'm walking by the Spirit. Okay, how will I? In other words, I am a new creation now. God's revealed that. Now I'm going to act like a new creation. I've been talking a lot about this lately with some of this stuff is that now that you, I've been talking about freedom in Christ on this podcast for three years. Those of you that have been with me for this long know, but now it's like you are free. Now we go and act like we're free. I am a new creation. I'm as much loved son and daughter. Now I'm going to go act like as much loved son. I'm going to respond out of truth. That's what we're invited to do. Not to get anything more from God, but to ultimately now we're living in truth. I am already free, but I may not be living free. Now I'm free, but I can respond out of truth, and now I'm going to act like I'm free. Does that make sense? So that's the, that's the part where you, it's almost like you don't have to prove anything to God, but it's almost like this is how the transformation proves itself to you. Oh, wait a minute. This is how we know it's actually transforming, because now I know this is the frustrating part. Behavior starts to change. I'm responding in a different way. I used to fly off the handle and do this because I got angry or whatever. Now, guess what? I'm living out of truth. I'm resp- I'm, I used to react that way. Now I'm responding this way. I'm responding out of truth, I'm responding out of love, I'm responding out of what is already true of me, even though my emotions may be up and down, the situations are still coming at me. So I want to give you a few examples here at the end. I went kind of too long. So so again, recognize, reject, replace. The respond there goes with replace. And then the rejoicing part's going to come. But let me give you a couple of quick examples. I wanted to make this 20 minutes. I've already gone to that. But uh, you may have to divide this up into two listens. But I'm going to give you a, kind of a more of a general example first. And then so this is an example of this process. So driving, I'm going to use driving. The triggering situation is you're driving, someone cuts you off. Let's say you have the belief, okay, that, well, everyone should drive the way that I expect them to drive. Okay. Now I've probably had more transformation in driving over the last 10 years than anything, because this can be frustrating driving, especially if you live in a big city like I do. But okay. So that's, that was my false belief. Well, everyone's going to drive the way. So then my thought is, well, they're going to be looking out for me. They're going to be looking out for me, right? So the emotion may be anger, frustration, whatever that may be. The response is get mad. Okay, so what was the triggering event? Somebody cuts me off. Well, if I believe everyone should drive the way I expect, I think, well, they're going to look out for me. The emotion was anger. The response is get mad and yell at them or even worse. Who knows? Which we see road rage happen all the time, right? People are doing a lot worse things than just yelling or whatever. And so what it does is I realize this give, that gives them the power over me. I'm living out of this false belief. Yes, the emotion is there. I can still be angry. But here's the other side of that. What's the truth? Okay, well, the truth is others won't drive the way I expect them to drive. They just aren't. What's the thought that can happen? I need to be looking out for others. <laughs> the emotion can, st- here's, the, here's the key thing. Guess, look at what the emotion is. It's still anger and frustration. I can still be angry that somebody cut me off. But now what am I doing? Instead of reacting and getting mad and yelling or worse, now my response is to let it go. Lord, I'm not going to let that have control of me. I'm not going to let that, I'm not going to let that other person have this control over me and let me get that. I'm not saying this is easy, but this is an example of the, of the process. This is an example of the renewal. If I still believe that everybody's going to look out for me and they're going to drive the way, that's that's how it is, right? There's one example, okay? Another example is let's say that you are a performance perfection, just kind of whatever, right? You're you're really really performance driven. Well, you you show up for late, you show up late for work one day for a meeting at work. Okay, you show up late. Uh, you come in ten minutes late. 
okay? Uh, your alarm clock didn't go off or whatever, and you are a person who's very perfectionist. You're always on time. You're always where you need to be. You're always prompt, always, 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 always. So you're already feeling this, right? You're already feeling some of this come up, okay? You come in, your boss gives you kind of a, a weird look. Some of your coworkers are like kind of looking at you like, where, where's, where's this person been? You come in, you're already feeling... You're already feeling the shame. You're already feeling all the – because what is it? It's connected to the lying belief. Now, you may have made a mistake and you may have shown up late. It doesn't change that. But what is the truth in the situation? Okay? So if my lying belief is, well, uh, you know, well, first of all, what am I feeling? Which in that situation, you may be feeling sadness. You may be feeling frustration. You may be feeling uh, anger at yourself because I'm a failure or whatever. Okay? Um but look, look, the thing is, is that he can, we we can respond. We can still look, look at how we're reacting or responding in this situation, or someone in that situation. Um, and so instead of blaming, because some of the some of this could come out too as blaming. While well, I'm blaming my coworkers for giving me a dirty look, or I'm blaming my boss. No, we can take responsibility for. Well, I was late. I'm sorry. I won't happen again. Okay, we can own up to it. Okay, um, but the real cause of that and, and, uh, shame or whatever for for that person that comes in late is the false belief. So once they recognize the false belief that I, I, um, I have lo- I have self worth, I have a low self worth when I'm not prompt or when I'm whatever. Okay, I have I have a false belief that I must achieve in my performance to have this worth about myself, right? A lot of people deal with this, right? You may you may resonate with this and whatever you can you can fill in the blank of whatever situation that you've dealt with recently on this. Okay. But here's the thing, um, and that's and so this person may say, well that's precisely why it depresses me when my boss looks at me that way or my coworkers or whatever. I get the glare or whatever. And since since I since I'm believing that I have this self-worth based on my performance, this is what I'm feeling. Okay, I'm setting myself up to fear this failure because that's what I'm basing it on, somebody else's opinion of me. Okay? So that's that's the that's the core belief, right? So once once that person begins rejecting that, that's not really who I am, and replacing it with the truth of their worth, even though they still were late for work, they don't have to believe that that uh, that's a reflection of who they are. In other words, the the, the bad looks, the cold stares, whatever, don't, aren't really who they are. It's not a reflection of their true person. They just, they just, and what do I believe in that situation? Okay. So that person could say, I reject this lie that I am, I'm, my worth is based on what other people think of me and what other people base my performance on. Okay. Um, my day as being a people pleaser is over. You could say that today. Maybe you've been a people pleaser your whole life. My days of being a people pleaser are over. I'm not saying this is easy because we deal with these kind of things, but these, this approval, this worth, this is so much of the core of why we go to these certain behaviors or why we do what we would do. Even if you're a, if you're like if you're a perfectionist or if you're a performance-driven person or approval-driven person, this is so key. So I can reject that and replace it with what? I reject this false belief that I'm going to base my worth on what other people think about me. Um, my day of being that approval addict is over. Once and for all, I mean, try this. Maybe if that's you, maybe if you're a approval, I say that out loud. My days of being an approval addict are over. I reject that in the name of Jesus Christ because I have my full approval in you. So we affirm the truth. 
affirm the truth in that moment, and then we can respond in a different way. We don't have to just carry that around of, oh boy, well, these other people now are going to be thinking this about me or whatever. It's no, it doesn't, it doesn't, we, we can let that go, in other words. Those are a few examples. One of the ones with, with um, pornography that was really hard for me uh, is, is I, you know, I was going to the behavior, I had the emotion, um, but the lying belief ultimately was, the false belief was, um, I, I, this, this, um, this thing, this pornography was going to provide my, my worth, my, my acceptance, my, um, and the other lie on the other side of that was, I'm never going to be free of this. I'm never going to be free of that. So when those were my two core lies with, with regards to pornography, then, well, of course, there was a lot of shame there. Of course, there was a, so those had to be replaced. I had to know that, that I was already set free from the power of sin, that this wasn't going to be my experience for the rest of my life. I could choose another way. And that also then that this wasn't really, I was going to this for this. I was going to this source of pornography to get my acceptance and worth and value. But that wasn't really the way it was, what wasn't where I was going to find it. Not So I, it wasn't just about saying no to that behavior. It was saying yes to my worth and acceptance and value in Jesus Christ. It's replacing it with something better, with something greater. So I hope this helps. Those are I, I went thirty minutes instead of twenty, uh, but maybe you have to break it down. But those are those are the things. So so recognize, reject, replace, and then as this is happening, okay, as this is transformation is happening, now I'm responding out of God's truth. Rejoice, celebrate. This is not you being prideful because we need some wins in our lives, right? We need we need to know that we need to be encouraged by the Spirit to know that trans. This is how trans. This is God's process of transformation. Because if we're living out of a lie, we're going to continue to be reacting and behaving out of a lie and using the flesh to meet a need that we think we don't have in Christ. You want to know the greatest way of this transformation is realizing that Christ has already met all these needs. He's already met all these needs that you have. So let this work for you. I hope that's kind of an example of what I do. And this is a process that I do with, with guys it, 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 to take time over a period of time. If you're interested in this, this is what I do. Uh, maybe you need to sign up for coaching and, and to be able to take you through and walk you through this journey. Uh, the exciting news is here real soon we are going to be launch, launching an online um, coaching academy where you can get a lot of this these resources online. And you can go through them at your own pace, at your own, uh, at your own way. Uh, and I'm I'm really excited about that. We're still trying to finish up some of that, so look out for that because that's going to be something where you can um, get access to to these co- some of these coaching, some of these resources that w- that we've had over the last three years, and now you can get access to that. So we're excited about that. Um, but let this let this trust God with this. Trust God with it. Because I, I understand that the difficulty of circumstances and emotions may be there, but this is how transformation happens. This is how the renewing of the mind happens. This is how we grow in knowing that Christ is our life, Christ is our freedom, Christ is our source for everything. So I hope this encourages you today. I hope this helps. And uh, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear any feedback. We'd love to hear any response that you have to this. Um, And we're glad that you joined us here today. So as we say here on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time. Mm